What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It gives me great pleasure to welcome you back once again to Fighting Fire with Fire, the AJ Rose Show. A time of recording, it is 6.05 p.m. on Wednesday, April 8th, 2020. And this is a solo pod. Uh, I have not done a solo pod in a while. I wanted to get a couple of things out there just talking about some music things. I hope everybody is well and staying safe and staying home and helping us get through this coronavirus pandemic. I know that talking about music things, which is what I'm going to talk about today, I'm going to talk about Dua Lipa's album, Future Nostalgia. I'm going to talk about Frank Ocean's singles, Dear April and Cayendo. And I'm going to talk about the late, great Bill Withers. Those are our three topics that I want to cover. I understand that you know, in the scheme, uh, in the grand scheme of a global pandemic, it doesn't seem like these things feel important. I think that music's a really nice thing to turn to because it can make you feel things. Certainly, certainly Frank Ocean and Bill Withers, but so and Dua Lipa too. Yeah. And I, I want to talk about them and we will get back to talking about the, the heavy stuff, um, in future pods and future weeks. Uh, Good friends of the show, Sam, Hannon, Eddie Brown, Eric Simpson, some people who want to come on and talk about some things. They will they will have their chance to come on and talk about anything and everything. But today I want to talk about, like I said, Dua Lipa, Frank Ocean, and Bill Withers. So we're going to start with Dua Lipa's album, Future Nostalgia, which was released um uh, 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 it was released on the 27th of March 2020 after it was leaked leaked in its entirety two weeks before that. And I really 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 enjoy this album i apologize for that sound i really enjoy future nostalgia for uh, a number of reasons number one the actual title of the album future nostalgia is not only a good title but it's 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 a double entendre because it is you know 10 years from now in 2030 you'll think wow during quarantine do you remember when we were all you know bopping in our rooms and kitchens and living rooms to do a leap on how good those songs were and also it's an album that is nostalgic for the past it's it's a 2020 sheen on a very disco influenced uh and and pop influenced pop history influenced sound it's got bits of madonna and even some some 70s um soul and 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 pop and maybe some it's got some share vibes it's got some even even some d- d- uh, blondie vibes it's got it's got a it's got a bunch of things going on so i really like the, the fact that it's only 37 minutes long 37 minutes is really brisk for a pop album some pop albums when they're 13 14 15 tracks and they're an hour long that's just takes away from its listenability it 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 comes in you just go 100 miles an hour basically for 37 minutes and then you're done i really enjoy the fact that the lead single don't start now and most of the songs in the album but particularly don't start now are built on great bass lines because i have always held the belief that you cannot have a bad song with a good bass line in it every song with a good bass line in it is good and don't start now is certainly Proof of that, I think that the second best song on the album, or maybe tied with Don't Start Now, is called Levitating. But And Levitating is also just, just such a pulsating, infectious earworm of a pop song. And I, I want to make the point that 
this is sort of what Dua Lipa and her production team have done. And she actually worked with some very, very heavy hitters. She recorded over 60 songs during the album's production, but only 11 made the final cut. And she collaborated with Nile Rodgers and Max Martin and Mark Ronson and Pharrell Williams, who are four of the most famous producers in the entire world. And none of those collaborations, the tracks that she did in partnership with those four men, made it onto the final track list. It's really, I think, more power to her because I think other pop artists might put them on just to have those names associated with the album but she crafted a sound that is both uh, old school and new school and it's a total success it's cohesive and shouts to Dua Lipa she had only released one other album before this which was her self-titled album in 2017 she had famously you know new rules one kiss with Calvin Harris songs that really didn't do anything for me and I'm pleasantly surprised by future nostalgia i feel i don't love comparing her to her other pop contemporaries i think that's a somewhat fun thing to do sometimes but i like saying in a vacuum independent of the other female pop stars that dua lipa is not competing against but releasing music at the same time as future nostalgia is very good that being said it's a different kind of good than say Billie Eilish's album last year when we fall asleep where do we go I when uh, Billie Eilish and her brother came up with a sound that I'd never really heard before because of Billie's voice and the the dark pop sound that they made I think that is a little bit more original sound but that doesn't make it better than future nostalgia does that make sense and when you, I, I went back and for a little bit of research for this, I listened to Halsey's album Manic that came out this year and Selena Gomez's album Rare. Uh, Camila Cabello came out with an album last year called Romance. And of course, Ariana Grande came out with Thank You Next last year. So, you know, Billie Eilish, Halsey, Ariana Grande, Camila Cabello, Selena Gomez, they're all... Um, in the same in the same vein as Dua Lipa, but I think that Future Nostalgia is the most cut and dry, just accessible really excellent songs even though Billie Eilish is a little bit more original Ariana Grande is a better singer and I think there's a little bit more there's there's it's not like future nostalgia is talking about heavy subjects the way the song thank you next does and some of the songs on Billie Eilish's album do but I nevertheless think that future nostalgia is excellent uh worth a listen great if if we were out and about this summer which it seems like we're not going to be then people would be listening to this and dancing to this in clubs and bars all over the country and it's a great driving album if you're driving anywhere i don't know who would be driving many places i don't want you guys to speed on your way to the grocery store (laughs) but it, it, it'll it'll make you want to just go about 80 miles an hour listening to Don't Start Now or Levitating or Pretty Please or Break My Heart or Love Again or Good in Bed when you're in the car. So shout out to Dua Lipa for making a good pop album in 2020. I'm, I'm thankful for it. The next thing we're going to talk about is Frank Ocean. And that's you want to talk about somebody who can't really be compared to anybody. That's that's Frank. I've I've said many times on this pod going back to when we reviewed blonde in episode 12 of fighting fire with fire four years ago uh almost four years ago that frank is it's it's frank and kendrick lamar and then there's everybody else in terms of the best musical artists on the planet earth now granted i only speak english so i may be missing out on somebody some some of the excellent artists whose primary languages are not english but regardless 
Frank Ocean came out with two new singles called Dear April and Cayendo. And unlike the previous two singles to that, DHL and In My Room, uh, which were more experimental and tried played with Frank's ability to rap, and he is a good rapper. He's very capable of that because he's so talented. But this is a more return to the in-your-feelings, slow, poignant Frank Ocean that a lot of us are more used to. And it came at a time where... I think a lot of us have been feeling the emotional, mental effects of staying inside and realizing how many people are going to uh, get sick and and die from coronavirus. It's a horrifying time where the federal government is 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 handling it as poorly as possible, and the the states are competing with each other to try and get masks and to to have all that lying on top of you. And then Frank comes out with a song called "Dear April." <laughs> And then comes out with a song called Cayendo, where he's uh, uh, crooning in Spanish. It's it's it just hits you. It hits you right away. I definitely got emotional listening to these songs when they came out. I love them both very much. The guitar sound um, on on Dear April and just just call just calling a song <laughs> Dear April <laughs> at, at this point is just so on the nose. And then I think that my favorite out of the two of them is Cayendo and Cayendo. When he, Frank does this thing where he'll start a song and he'll sing in his lower register and you realize right away, oh man, he is going to absolutely punch that an octave up later in the song. And he delivers that in with Cayendo in, 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 in spades. He's just, just hits it so hard later in the song that it, it goes to show that even if I eventually looked up what the translation of the lyrics of Cayendo are, but even if you don't, you don't really need to because the man conveys emotion in his voice as good as really, really anybody I've ever heard. And I am so, so thankful for the, I don't know about steady, but the stream of singles that Frank has released since Blonde came out in August 2016. The I'm pretty sure in chronological order, it's, it's Chanel, Biking, Provider, Lens, Moon River, DHL in my room, Dear April and Cayendo. And so that's so much more than the relative silence we got in between Channel Orange and Blonde, which was four years of Frank not releasing anything aside from a couple of cameos on Kanye's albums on Yeezus and Life of Pablo. So go listen to, to Frank and be excited that he may have some more music coming down the pipe. I hope he does. But it's, it's one of those things where you can't take anybody's greatness for granted in any medium of art the fact that someone like lebron james is still mvp level at at age 35 and someone like frank who has released two of the best albums of the last decade is still making great songs you just you just can't take that for granted so be i'm very thankful for dear april and for cayendo i hope he he has uh, a full album at some point in 2020 um because Lord knows we we could use it. Uh, the last thing we're going to talk about today is Bill Withers, who passed on last week. Uh, I believe he passed away on Monday, but the country didn't really find out about it until last Friday. He passed away at the age of 81 uh, from heart complications, so uh, evidently not from the coronavirus. And 81 is, is, is a pretty good run, and he got inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame 
in 2015 by John Legend and Stevie Wonder, and even then, at age 76, Bill couldn't really couldn't really perform the songs. He couldn't couldn't walk too too well. He 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 gave a great speech and was so delighted that when he sat there and sat next to Stevie Wonder as Stevie sang "Ain't No Sunshine," I recommend. I think the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame put those videos on YouTube, so I recommend going and watching them. Bill Withers is one of my favorites and one of my sister Ruby's favorites. We love Bill Withers. I love his story, the idea that he was in the Navy for nine years and didn't really make it as a pop star until he was in his mid-30s. That's just, I'm a sucker for somebody who makes it later in life. And he seemed like he kept to himself. I don't really think of him as as a uh, someone who kept himself in the public eye and you know relished being a famous person. It seems, if anything, that he was the opposite of that. But those songs that he recorded are really eternal. And the idea that he's the first major person that, the uh, major celebrity that passed on during this pandemic. And so that his song, So Lean On Me, is at the center of, of, of people's minds in a time like this is, is pretty special. I love the song Use Me. It's one of my favorite songs of all time and just so funky and. If you, if for anybody listening who doesn't know the song "Use Me," just look that up. He is obviously just the two of us. Lovely day, ain't no sunshine. Is probably his most famous song, other than "Lean on Me." And then you've got a bunch of second and third tier Bill Withers songs that are great too. "Sweet Wanomi," uh, "Who Is He and What Is He to You," "Harlem." There's, there's, there's a a ton of just really, really exquisite um, Bill Withers songs. "Heartbreak Road." I, I. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna miss him a lot. Um, he brought me a lot of joy, and he was just just by all accounts a really good person. He also wrote a song called "I Can't Write Left Handed" that he performed in Carnegie Hall in 1974, and or is it 1972? I'm not sure. It's one of those two years. Sorry about that. But the Roots and John Legend covered that in their 2010 album "Wake Up." I can't write left handed. It's a great, great, great song about. Um, a soldier in Vietnam. Uh, Bill Withers passed on, but he is not the only one. Adam Schlesinger, Schlesinger, did I pronounce that right? He did die of complications from the coronavirus, and he was 52. And rest in peace to both Bill and Adam. And Adam was most known for being uh, in Fountains of Wayne. And but he, just as a songwriter, he also wrote a bunch of songs. I encourage people to look up his production discography and songwriting credits. And just this last, these last uh, 24 hours, I think, or maybe 48 hours ago, John Prine, someone whose name I hadn't really heard, but was clearly a revered American singer-songwriter and uh, folk singer. And so I looked up a couple of his songs, and they're, 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 they're really moving, and he's, he's a heck of a lyricist, and he died from complications of coronavirus as well. So if you want to go listen to Angel from Montgomery or In Spite of Ourselves and... Uh, Clay Pigeons and Sweet Revenge and some of the best John Prine songs. I encourage people to do that too and just just appreciate these people um, even though they're gone because that's one of the beauties of having a bunch of art to leave behind. I look forward to listening to Bill Withers for the rest of my days, you know? Um, lovely day. I I it, it hit me pretty hard. I love I, I love 
but with his grandma's hands. He's also been sampled a bunch of times in hip-hop. Most notably, grandma's hands is the sample for No Diggity by Blackstreet. Use Me, the drums from Use Me have been used in, uh, Kanye used them in a Nas song called Still Dreaming. Um, I don't know if I can name any other ones off the top of my head, but uh, I, I really encourage people to go listen to to Bill Withers, to Frank Ocean, to Dua Lipa, to John Prine, to Adam Schlesinger. Um because music's a great way to, to, to deal with the situation that we're all in. So I hope everybody, again, is well and staying safe and eating good food. And if, especially to those who are alone in apartments or houses, I, I hope that you are talking to people on the phone or on Zoom or however you can stay in contact with people. I, I, I've been trying to check up on as many friends as possible to reach out just to say hi, to send a virtual hug because we can't give real hugs right, right now. And everybody keep your heads up, listen to some good music, and for Fighting Fire with Fire, my name is AJ Rose. As always, you can listen to all episodes of Fighting Fire with Fire at soundcloud.com slash fightingfirewithfire. You can follow us on Twitter or on Instagram at the AJ Rose Show. Although I may be, I may, I may be getting rid of the Instagram and Twitter account soon and just going with my own Twitter accounts because, you know, well, and also you can email Fighting Fire with Fire, uh, AJ Rose Show at gmail.com. So I hope everybody's well. Um, fuck. Fuck Mitch McConnell. And we will talk to you guys next time. Cheers. Cheers.